Welcome to Money, Mindset, and Love with your host, Thomas DeShooter. As our title implies, this program is about so much more than money. We'll focus on the game of life and the best way to play it with empowerment, love, and financial freedom. Now, here's your host, Thomas DeShooter. This is Money, Mindset, and Love on the Voice America Influence Channel. My name is Thomas DeShooter, and it's my great pleasure to welcome to today's show, Barbara Deutsch, teacher and creative career coach with over 35 years experience, both in front of the camera and behind the scenes, coaching clients from all facets of the entertainment industry, including writers, directors, actors, directors of of photography. Barbara is also the creator and producer of many entertainment intensive seminars, such as Occupy Your Career, In the Biz, and Find Your Competitive Edge. She's the author of Open Up or Shut Up, How to Talk Your Way Into or Out of Anything, and is currently a professor at Syracuse University in Los Angeles, California. Please welcome to our show, Barbara, how are you today? I'm so good. I'm so good that this is not happening at 8.30 in the morning. (laughs) You're, You're not a morning gal? Well, I'm not a talk that early morning person. I mean, I... I'll do it, although this is a good time. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I'm going to hold up uh, for, for people out there in Facebook land to see. This is the cover of your book, yes. Open Up or Shut Up. And I'm going to read you something from it, and then, uh, and then we, can just, we can just start from there. Okay. Because I, as I read through your book, I highlighted some things. This one here for me was great. Being silent doesn't necessarily mean you're listening. It could mean that you are freaking out silently and having dialogues in your head that will never be spoken instead of actually hearing what is being said to you. That means you are not there, in the moment, present, whatever you want to call the notion that you took a holiday in your head. (laughs) I would never judge whether you are an open or shut case. My interest is finding out what you do most of the time when you are scared. Open your mind, open your heart, and open your mouth. Now, before we, when we were talking preamble, we were talking about fear. And mm-hmm. that to me, you know, in context of this show, money, mindset, and love, mindset for me is huge. What would you say about that little piece that I just read to you, if you want to expand on it? I, well, I think listening is so not easy when we're scared, when the stakes are high, we usually have a pre-planned version of what what we want to say and who we want to be. And that means you're going to be perfect. And perfect gets you maybe in front of the person. But being a good listener keeps you malleable and it, it allows you to dance in communication, I, th- I think communication is is a dialogue, not a monologue. And I think pe- when people prep too much, they deliver a speech instead of really listening to the other person. And it's basically so many. Re- there's it's just fear underneath everything. It's being afraid that you'll say something wrong or it won't be. Interesting enough, people are really afraid of not being interesting. I mean, I'm one of them. 
you know, I used to tell jokes. That's all I did was say something funny or else I wouldn't speak. And I was working with someone and he said, if you, if you tell one more joke, I will fire you. It wasn't jokes. It was just little asides that would make people laugh. I got really good at that. Right. And he said, I will fire you if you make one more person laugh. And I said, what? What will I, who, what? Uh-oh. And I didn't really want to get fired. So I just stopped and I got the balance of seeing what it feels like to really listen without preparation. Hmm. I'm not saying you have to just wing everything, but being afraid of being wrong or being not interesting is really terrifying, right? That's why people talk too much. That's this, it's a, the flip side is, you know, why do you talk so much? Because you're afraid, you just want to get it all out and power over what's happening. The loudest voice you think wins. Well, we are in America, so that's right. <laughs> now, would you, would you say that? Would you say that some of that dialogue in the head, though, is, uh, you know, if we bring this back to fear or mindset that it's either, you know, I'm just thinking in terms of myself, I sometimes go to the place where, you know, I'm not good enough. Um, I'm in the wrong situation right now. I'm not smart enough for these people that, you know, I work in the money world and, you know, there's people that are far more educated than I am in terms of book smart and, you know, university degrees, etc. And I can find myself in that place where, uh, I feel less than. And so when I get into a conversation, I'm constantly trying to think of what I should say next instead of actually listening to the conversation and allowing myself. Yeah. Is that something that, uh, that you'd say a lot of people struggle with or is that like a common condition for us as humans? I think everyone's afraid. And if they're not, they're not playing hard enough. They're not raising the stakes. Uh, if you want to, I mean, it's fine if you don't want to ever put yourself in a position where you might be scared. That, that's okay. But I work with creative professionals who are always wanting to, um, you know, those phrases, raise the bar, kick it up to another level. And you can't do that without some semblance of terror, fear. Uh, what, will, what will happen if, if it goes wrong? But that's the play. That's why creative people are creative because they will play no matter what. And, you know, what's the worst that could happen? You're embarrassed. If you're embarrassed, then what happens? Then it just goes away. Maybe you learn. But you got to play. Yeah, and it's funny. The embarrassing, uh, most of the time, the other people aren't even aware Right. It's your own, it's your own internal blah going on. No, I mean, I'm in Los Angeles. I'm in the land of pushy people, people being aggressive, uh, people being famous, people falling from grace, you know, and I'm not famous in my head. I am, but you know, and I'm constantly around people that are, well, I'm a professor at Syracuse, right? 
and I have not had one day of college. It's not something I'm proud of. It's just it didn't go my way. Mm. I was told when I was in high school that I wasn't smart enough to go to college. And it was like the late 50s. So, oh, okay, women were secretaries or they went to college and then they got married. So I learned how to take uh, typing in shorthand and then I got a job. But my first job was in show business. So I cut my teeth on life in the business. But my experience got me to be a professor. Right. Through the years. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I want to take a a little piece of the book you were talking. So JC, JC was... uh, Got you, got you started in the direction that you have headed down for uh, how many years now have you been, have you been in the coaching world? Like 30. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you talked about this moment where he threw you into the deep end and handed you the phone. And, and it was, uh, it was, I think with, with Janie was the call yeah. that, you had, that you had to take on. Mm-hmm. And you talked about getting dry mouth and, you know, myself as a salesperson, I've been there. I've, I've done the cold calling. I've had the dry mouth. I still have moments where I think this isn't going to work. Right. Yeah. How, like, do you still get that today? And, and how would you help somebody to overcome that, you know, to fight through that and, and go on forward? I have so many tools for being in the moment when you have to count on yourself and then you think you can't. And the, the basic Bottom line of what I do is is I help people so that they don't sell out on themselves when the stakes are high. I'm not a big process person. I'm a I'm like I'm like a one woman SWAT team. I will help you in the moment get where you're going. Those other, you know, wh- whatever you need to do to help you get to a place where you want to take a risk. I I've done those things, and and I'm a risky girl, but I like safe risk. I forgot the question. What was the question? The uh, the dry mouth, and then how would oh, you yeah. help somebody get through that uh, cold calling of you know having to make those calls and fight through? I mean, there's a lot of people, and this doesn't you know what I found also. I'll just is that what you're talking about here does doesn't just matter to the people that are in the film and entertainment industry. These are these are life lessons for everybody. I found reading your book. Oh my gosh, I work with Doc. I mean. I work with doctors and lawyers and real estate brokers and uh, people who just take care of children because that's what they love to do. But there's it, it for creative people, they have a pilot light, like right here by the heart, this light, you know, the little light on the stove that doesn't go out that Mm -hmm. little pilot light. Well, somewhere when you were little, you got turned on by something creative and you have to figure out how to stoke that fire. And that would, that, that would be a, anybody who, a veterinarian who brings in, you know, little sick animals when they're little. They just, they want to take care of something. Or a teacher who constantly, when they're little, they, they want to learn and they want to be the teacher. Those people are creative. If you're a baker, I, I work with all kinds of people. It's just that my, you know, they brand me as entertainment industry, but I'm not doing that when I'm actually coaching. That's how I get them in front of me. And then I do whatever I want. It's all about being, well, little things like being interested instead of trying to be interesting. 
you know, people, when they get scared, when they're networking, they try to be interesting instead of being interested and curious. That's listening. Right. If you're not afraid of what you don't know, who you don't know, what's not on your resume, you can talk to anyone at any time about anything if you're not ashamed. Mm. If you're not ashamed and you stand for who you are and what it took for you to get here, you can do anything. But I have to work with people on getting them to the point where they get their value without a resume. Right. Yeah. But I have tools for that. Right. Well, I, I, and I saw that going through the book that there's a, there's a bunch of tools. And, and so the pilot light for me that that you just spoke about was very interesting because uh, you know, this for me, doing this show is part of my creative and, and I, you know, I was a formerly a rock musician and, and played drums and made records. And so ending up in the money business coming from that uh, over the course of time, i I saw my creative juice being, you know, squeezed, although there was something in there that was still wanting me to do something creative. And, and fortunately I, I have found an outlet for that. Now, what also occurred to me though, is that we're, we're all creative people, Really, mm-hmm. I mean, we all have the opportunity to create our lives every single moment. True. And so, how could somebody start to really dig into to getting to what is it that lights me up? Like, you know, there's I've heard this before from people. I don't know what I like. I don't know what I want to do. Is, do you have a tool or a process for helping somebody sort of start sussing that out? Well, sure. I mean, I'm not a a therapist. I, I have no degrees in that. I. I I'm not going to go back in time and say, why did this happen? And where did that come from? But I will ask, what did you love when you were little? Everybody has an answer. Everybody. And a lot of times they do know what they love, but they get uh, directed or pushed or for safety's sake moved in a direction where um, it's financially lucrative to not go the direction that your heart relies, your heart loves. And, you know, I'm constantly working with people who had a dream and they, they were guided to, have that as a fallback and or go to law school. My, I have a friend, a client, everybody's my friend. <laughs> I have a client who was a lawyer. His father was a very famous lawyer and he went to school to be a lawyer. And after talking to me, you know, I, all he really wanted to do was grow herbs. So, Eventually, he split the difference. There's always a way to stoke that pilot light. Mm. You have to figure out, like, what you're doing right now, Thomas, is you're stoking that pilot light. Mm-hmm. It, by being, doing a podcast and by talking to interesting people, you're, you're stoking the pilot light. 
And if you don't, it will burn your insides out. And that, that is what makes people bitter and angry. I'm not saying you, you know, quit your job to be a basketball player or, you know, but, you know, if you want to be a basketball player and it doesn't work out, then just play basketball. If right. you, you have to do something that makes you feel good. If you were a dancer, I work with a lot of dancers who at a certain point can't dance. Right. And they can't communicate because their bodies communicated all those years and have to teach them how to communicate and that their value isn't just their physical body. Right. It's, it's more than that. Uh, Barbara, we have to take a quick break. So you are tuned into Money, Mindset, and Love right here on Voice America's Influencers Channel. You can check us out all over social media on Facebook at Money, Mindset, and Love on Instagram at Thomas DeShooter or simply connect at MoneyMindsetAndLove.com. And if you're enjoying the light, the light that we are sharing into the world, go ahead and give us a like wherever you download your podcasts. You can find us on Apple and Google Play etc. Stay tuned and we'll be right back with our very special guest, Barbara Deutsch. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Do you feel uneasy visiting a bank? Do you struggle to sit through a meeting with your financial advisor? and leave having not fully understood what they were talking about. Are you blindly trusting that somebody else understands this better than you? Call Thomas the Shooter and the team at Bloom Strategies to create your financial future. Together, you will break down the game of money so that you win. Learn how to take control of your finances and make decisions based on your core values that put you in the driver's seat of your financial life. No more thinking that you don't get it. No more financial statements left unopened. And no more feeling like you are stuck in a world of scarcity. Join the conversation on Facebook at Bloom Strategies or go to bloomstrategies.com today. That's B-L-O-O-M strategies.com. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel and join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're listening to Money, Mindset, and Love. To reach the program today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. 
That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to thomas at thomasdeshooter.com. Now back to Money, Mindset, and Love. Welcome back to Money, Mindset, and Love. I'm your host, Thomas Deshooter, and today we are speaking with Barbara Deutsch. Barbara, welcome back to the show. Uh, We left off on some tools. I want to continue down that road, if you don't mind. Um, And and this section I'm going to call the love section. Oh. And okay. I, when I read about the alien <laughs> and the hand on the face, what came up for me when reading that was self-love. Oh, yeah. And wow. I mean, and I'm sure there's more to that. But for me, what really resonated was self-love. And, I, and in my work experience, I have found that that's a huge struggle for people is loving ourselves. What would you, what would you like to add to that? Well, understanding your value is loving yourself and understanding that you're, I hate to quote Stuart Smalley from SNL, but you're good enough. And by God, (laughs) you know, but uh, the, the alien is, is a tool that you can use um, in romance, if you're afraid, in an interview, in before a phone call, or to anything where you want to really present yourself and not be somebody else, because that's not love. That's not loving if you lose yourself. So, can I show you what the alien is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) All right. So, let's say you're at a job interview, and you got this job interview. You're very prepped for it. It fits you like a glove, and you're, or, or it's an audition, and you get there and there's nobody there that intimidates you because you can actually lose yourself while you're waiting. You know, Mm. someone walk by you with a perfume that reminds you of an old girlfriend or, and you're like, so what might happen is uh, you're next to go in and you're really ready. And then the door opens up and, Uh, the person you're going to see walks out with his arm around a person that looks like someone who's going to get the job. Because, of course, we all think we know who's better than us, right? We all know that person over there. I always think you should walk over to people and say, oh, hey, I think you're you're better than me. So good luck. You're going to get the job. Don't worry about it because I'm not as good as you. Because we think we know things. So the guy walks out with his arm around this person that you really didn't want to see there at all. And they're laughing and you're next. So you, before that door opened, you were sitting there calmly and breathing and you're excited and your insides are churning from excitement and you're nervous, but it's not the kind of nervous that, is going to stop you. It's the kind of nervous that's going to push you forward. And then that thing happens, right? That thing. Right. And then the body, you start to feel this thing 
this anxiety rise up and it's going up and it's creeping up your body and then it lands on your face. <laughs> and then they say, oh, um, Barbara, are you ready? You go, why, yes, I am. Yes, yes, I am. And then you go in and you have the interview and you and see, you can see through this, right? And then you leave and you get out into the parking lot and this thing falls off your face and you say, what the hell did I just do? And here's the feedback you get. They almost booked you for that job, but they're going to go with another person. And you think, I did everything I wanted to do. They said it was amazing. I was amazing. Why didn't I get the job? Yeah. And it's because you sold out on yourself. But here's the antidote to the alien. When this thing is on your face, all you have to do, and I promise you, I know this is silly, and it's an alien on your face, and, you know, if you knew (laughs) the people that you know who actually use this tool, you would be shocked. I work with this talk show host who is in the wings every day before she goes out, and in front of her and behind her are really smart, famous people, and she has to do this tool Every day, and I'm not telling you who it is because that's not the way I roll. But so here's the antidote. This thing is on your face and you say, there's that thing that I do. There's that thing that I do. And it drops off. And it's it's like you were underwater. And you're like, (gasps) you get your breath back. It's like you had a pencil in your eye. And you get back in your body and you're so happy that you intervened that you get happy. And you go in and you do your thing. But if you don't have tools in the moment when you want to count on yourself, you're just going to tough it out. I mean, people will go into interviews or auditions or anything like that broken and try to operate above the thing that's happening instead of surrendering to, okay, I'm screwed up. Okay, got it. Well, there's a thing that I do. Okay. I really believe people power up over their stuff instead of calm it down. And that's my Right. It's um, so it's, it's really about acknowledging what is going on for you. Mm -hmm. And, and once you make that acknowledgement, then it's, it's like the elephant in the room, right? It's out. The, The cat's out of the bag. You know, the thing that people say, which is there's that thing that I do. It's so simple. It's not a, a, a mantra and it's not an affirmation. It's really, it's really simple and quick. And for some reason, it really works. Mm. There's that you can, in the middle of a conversation, when you start to get scared, you know, in a networking conversation, it, it, you know, that people hate the word networking and I get it. But if I said, if you can, if, if you switch it to connecting authentically, right. it's a whole different. Right. Change the, change the words. Reframe it. Yeah. Reframe it. I, I'm glad you brought up the, uh, the affirmations. Um, uh, I didn't share this with you earlier, but I'm, I'm, I'm uh, currently um, on path to become a reverend with unity. That. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I don't know if I'm going to become, you know, a minister of, of a, 
of a church for lack of a better term um, somewhere, but I, I want the training. I want the understanding. I want the deep work that it's bringing up for me. That seems to be something that's important to me right now. And so in that training was something called denials and affirmations. Mm-hmm. And I, and I kind when, as I read through your book, I looked at the alien as that recognition of, of, Oh, here's something that's coming up for me. I can deny this and then choose a more powerful context in which to operate from. Uh-huh. And, I, and I know you said it's not like an affirmation, but that's what came up for me was I saw that as, oh, this is perfect. And you could do this in like, as in your example in the book, it's like seconds. Seconds. Right? Yeah, it, exactly. So I have nothing. I have no problems with anything that we all do to, to connect our soul to anything. I love that. And in the moment when we're about to do something and our stakes are high, we get triggered. And the trigger, I don't know how you remove a trigger. It's what you do the second after that separates the men from the boys, the girls from the, I don't know, my metaphors are terrible. (laughs) I mean... Sometimes I'll talk about a car metaphor and I don't know what I'm talking about or sports. And I don't know. I I don't know. I need to use my own tools when I'm trying to do a metaphor. But when we get triggered, it's from an earlier time in our life. And that's not where I work. I work with, okay, so something happened. And when this particular thing happens, you get triggered and this happens. Know that... It's going to happen. I mean, we're all getting triggered if we're playing big, Mm. right? And I don't work on the triggers. I work on what happens when you get triggered. I'm not in denial. I think people should go to therapy, should go to church, should go to temples. I I think you've got to work this stuff out, especially, well, anybody. I mean, anybody you really need to do some soul searching on why these things make you feel this way. But I don't know how you get rid of them. So my work is I work on, on people being successful and happy, mm. happy life. Having a good life is primary for me because of the way you are in your business and the way you are at home, it, like the Zen master said, he doesn't know the difference between work and play. To him, it's all the same. Right. Right. You know, the, um, what, the, uh, what also the alien brought up for me was the, uh, and, and maybe you pointed this out in the book too, is it's bringing you to the moment. It's, 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 be, it's getting you present. Yeah. Instead of going down the rabbit hole of internal dialogue in your head. Oh, that stuff. <laughs> have you ever done I, that i've got another tool for that stuff <laughs> want to hear that tool yeah that's yeah. called we have time yeah yeah we're good okay um it's called trance the alien happens when something is outside of you and that triggers you okay but trance is very tricky it happens when you start to make things up that hasn't even happened <laughs> No, I don't know anybody that would do that. Me either. I don't do that. 
I don't do that at all. Um, I did it right before I, you know, I, yeah, before I started talking to you, I'm like, I'm terrible at technology and I'm going to fail in, in turning the thing on the Zoom thing and I'm going to shut up. Hey, up. sometimes you just have to say to yourself, shut up, cut it out. That is actually a tool. Put it out. Okay. Open up. Or, or shut, shut up. up. I'm telling you why no I wrote plug. the book. I That's wrote right. the book for everything I need. A trance uh, is when you have to make a phone call. When you, mm. when you're, or when you're going to somewhere that's exciting and you start to ruminate in your head. Oh, that's oh, same old people will be there. I don't have enough and it's been proven that I don't have enough and I'm not enough. And that's, that's a trance. Oops. And so what you have to do is say, Oh, that's a trance. Even if you snap yourself out of it, um, there's a woman that I was coaching for uh, a show and she was going to quit because she really thought that she was tired of being brought in for the same old parts and the other people get them and she was just going to quit. And I figured out with her that she looks at a script and she's, she operates from what she knows they want her to do. So she does what they want her to do. She wears the clothes they want her to wear. And then she goes in and she does the thing and she gets good feedback, but not the jobs anymore. I said, what, you're in a trance. You look at the script like, I said, what if you look at it like, let me see, wait, let me, let me see what I could do here that I would like, Mm. would please me. Right. And, you know, when you're seasoned, you don't please yourself anymore. You just do what they want. She said, all right, I won't quit. I'll go on this audition. And then she gets in the car and she's driving and it starts, right? And she goes, oh, that's a trance. And then she keeps driving and went, well, maybe I should. Oh, that's a, that's a trance. We're crazy people, right? We, yeah. they, 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 they're like, whoa, it's, it's like tennis. Um, see, it's sports metaphor. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Anyway, she gets there. She parks the car. And then she sees the usual suspects walking in. She goes, oh, well, oh, that's a trance. Then she goes in and then she sees them all and, well, oh, that's a trance. This is how many times we can lose ourselves. Right. And then she goes in and she does what she wants to do. And then she doesn't get a call back. A month later, she gets a call that they want to see her. They rewrote the pilot for her. Wow. You know what? We're going to take a quick break and come back to this. Yeah. So here we go. It's uh, You are tuned into Money, Mindset, and Love right here on Voice America's Influencers Channel. Check us out all over social media on Facebook at Money, Mindset, and Love or simply connect at moneymindsetandlove.com. Stay with us. We're going to come right back with our very special guest, Barbara Deutsch. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. 
sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Do you feel uneasy visiting a bank? Do you struggle to sit through a meeting with your financial advisor and leave having not fully understood what they were talking about? Are you blindly trusting that somebody else understands this better than you? Call Thomas the Shooter and the team at Bloom Strategies to create your financial future. Together, you will break down the game of money so that you win. Learn how to take control of your finances and make decisions based on your core values that put you in the driver's seat of your financial life. No more thinking that you don't get it. No more financial statements left unopened. And no more feeling like you are stuck in a world of scarcity. Join the conversation on Facebook at Bloom Strategies or go to bloomstrategies.com today. That's B-L-O-O-M strategies.com. You're listening to Money, Mindset, and Love. To reach the program today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to thomas at thomasdeshooter.com. Now back to Money, Mindset, and Love. And welcome back to Money, Mindset, and Love. I'm your host, Thomas Shooter. Today, we are speaking with uh, Barbara Deutsch. And we just had Aaron, the engineer, who said, let's rock this. And that's, for me, that's like... Uh, that's, that's like the that's the go-to line as you know being an ex-rock musician. It's like we're, like we're gonna rock this, and we want the show to be rocking. Barbara, we left off at um, the trance. Yeah. And uh, and they rewrote the pilot for your for your um, I guess client or friend since ever yeah. since all of your clients are your friends. Uh, and so my therapist says, why do you why do you do that? I said, I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm not a therapist. I'm not bound by law. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) But I was really intrigued that uh, you're right. How often do we actually go to these places over and over and over again until you train yourself to get off of it quick? Yeah. Well, the worst thing to do is pretend it's not there. Being aware that it's there is the, the beginning of 
acknowledging that it won't give you the give you take your power away right you you can't be in denial like it doesn't i don't i don't feel that anymore uh but i don't know if you've lived a while you know you you're not unscathed you you things happen people people suffer people have great great moments and then they get fired and then then they have great moments and then i don't know you know th- these things happen you can get retriggered i can get retriggered from third grade you know but I, you know i talk to so many people who actually can get triggered that way yeah i mean yeah, we, have, we have these stories in our head right mm-hmm. that we keep bringing up they're real. I mean, unless you make them up. What, right. what happens is there's this tool called parallel thought. A couple of people came in to work with me. One is a, a writer and one is an actor. And the writer got fired from um, a studio. And he didn't know why. Uh, he was first time writer, first time director. And they were going to film film and direct, he was going to direct his first film and he got fired. It, it took a year for them to fire him. And, and he went to everybody. He went to the very expensive psychiatrists and, you know, coach. And then he came to me. He, I was like the last straw. <laughs> <laughs> and I, just, I, and he said he got fired because of arrogance and I did not understand because I didn't feel the arrogance from him. So I gave him a couple of good things to say and then to do. And then he calls me a couple of weeks later and we're on the phone for 10 minutes and 12 minutes. And I said to him, and I started thinking, gee, I can't help him. Maybe I'm not good. At, oh, he's doing that to me. I said, hey, do you know that I didn't listen to you for 10 minutes? He said, what? I didn't listen to you for 10 minutes. I wasn't on the phone. He said, what do you mean? I said, because your arrogance to them is you fighting so hard for your point. And they got tired of the tirade, so they fired you. But I don't think you're arrogant. I just think you were fighting really hard. And you didn't listen. You didn't look at who you were talking to. Mm. All right, I'll, I'll be in your group. You know, he was too highfalutin to come to a group and so I created the, but he, he had a wife and kids and he had to keep going on meetings and he was just a mess so here's the tool for parallel thought on one side of you are the negative things the things that have really happened that are negative what you lost what happened to you um you got fired, you didn't get hired, um, the things that people have said to you that hurt, and then the things that you've made up about that stuff. And it's a very tall, tall side. On the other side are the things that have really happened that have been magical. And they're, they're about, you know, one foot, and the other side is three feet. And so I taught him 
that you can actually for one hour, this is for people who have been screwed by their industry or are so sad and they have a chip on their shoulder. You can do this for an hour. You sit straight and then lean a little to the, to the good side. And those columns get equal. And for the hour that you're on the interview or the meeting or whatever, or on the phone, you can live in the good. That's called parallel thought. And then you can come back, but you can do anything for an hour. I know that oftentimes I'm, you know, I'm a normal person. And before I lead a seminar, sometimes things have happened to me and I have enormous amount of feelings. So I lean on the good and just hang there because I have very strong muscles in recovery. I, I believe in recovery time. I believe you take a hit and then how long does it take to recover? Does it take an hour? Does it take five days? Do you want to go just go to the bed and eat ice cream? You want to punch a wall? Uh, but I, I work with people on recovery time because if you're going to play hard, you're going to get hit. You can, right. you can have to learn how to take a hit and make your recovery time a little bit smaller. Because I learn in recovery time, people are blaming. They blame. Let's just take, take it for what it is and you have another chance. Like every day. Right. It's kind of like um, I have a friend, Tim Begley, who's a kinesiologist and works with people that, you know, have various uh, issues physically with their motor skills and such. And, and uh, he talks a lot about recovery time after workouts. You know, this is, this is, this is like mind recovery time is what you're talking about. Getting. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now, you work with a lot of people in entertainment. You also work outside of that. Um, yeah. And then there's, there's the place that I, you know, my zone of genius, if you will, where I work. Money. Yes. What is it with money and people? <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like this money thing is like outside somewhere of us completely and it, we're victims of it. Right. Well... How- I, what I've learned is that there's no balance. You either have it or you don't. There's that people who have it, have it. They have the secret to getting it. And the people who don't have it, there's so much pride in people who don't have it. If you took a piece of paper and drew a small circle and then a big circle around the small circle, the, the small circle would be primary success. And that would be the creative, the soulful, the true art, the, just the spirit, spiritual. Mm-hmm. Of the outside circle is cars, money, fame, you know, the ra- the racing the need the it's like life or death 
Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And so neither one is really going to work because, you know, if you said to me 10 years ago, where does your success lie? I would have said, well, primary and the spiritual. And then I realized soon after I wouldn't own a home if I just lived like that. Why don't I just move to a, you know, an ashram or where, you know, my need. But I kind of I like money. I do. And there's nothing wrong with with liking money. And then there's a balance. If you can connect the two, you see people who are wealthy, 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 fall from grace all the time or famous, 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 fall from grace all the time. And then they're in Tibet or they're, you know, feeding hunger. And but you, if you start with the balance and you start to look at money like it's service so I can serve. So, you know, you know, that thing you, 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 on the plane, you put the oxygen on yourself first. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, that. Yeah. Well, it's okay to have it. It's it's okay to want to have money. I do like money. I and I'm in a purely service business, but I make money. And you know, quite frankly, I think that people people pay money to get a service and there's nothing wrong with it. I think that, I think that people don't know how to save money. I think they don't know how to manage money. And I think it's not taught in the schools and it's as important as anything today. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I think that's great. Thank you. I, I view money as a tool. It's, you know, huh? if, if people would just look at it as a tool. Um, that's to, a good idea. Yeah. Like it, it, that's all it is. It's just, it's this thing that was created so that we didn't have to carry a couple ox around to try to exchange for something that we wanted. <laughs> I mean, Cause that's how, you know, that's how it used to be done. Hey, I'll give you this ox for your 50 chickens. Like, you know, yeah. and that, that just wasn't reasonable to, to move around the place. And so we needed something that could, you know, fit in our pockets. We could carry around. It was uh, easily exchanged. Everybody would know exactly what its value was. It was interchangeable. So a $5 bill was a $5 bill, no matter how many $5 bills you had, they all represented the same amount of, of energy exchange. So really money is just a tool for us to use to get the material things or services that we want in our life. Yeah. But Tell that's, well, that's not how people use it though. People there's, you know, and, and your point is great that there's, um, there's uh, some that just money just seems to swirl around them and yes. it's a, it's a consciousness, right? It's, it's looking at money as just a thing and they enjoy it and they're fine with having it and they're fine without having it or, or if they're not, they're not going to be without it. And so they're determined to have more of it. I think your balance point is really critical as well because you can go too far you yeah. know, down the road of uh, where money just becomes like, ah, you know, greed, greed, greed. But I think if people could approach it more like it's just a tool and, 
educate themselves a little about how the tool works and understand that it's, you know, because I've come across people where they won't open their statements. Yeah. Like, and so how do you expect this tool to work for you if you won't even pay attention to it? I think, you know, Thomas, I, I think it has to do with the way you grow up. I, I think that one parent took care of all the money and then you never knew how that was handled. And then you grow up and then you're the one and you don't, you don't have any tools. I really do think it starts early. Mm. Educating kids, opening a bank account. It's, it's, you know, my, to get off the money thing for a second, my son and daughter-in-law have two little boys and they're definitely teaching them about money and they're they're also teaching them how to be have with children with little girls and starting it early it just it just really does start early so i hope the people that are listening that have children that while taking care of them doesn't mean that you don't teach them these things education yeah barbara we're, we're running out of time so what i want to do real quick how do people reach out to you if somebody wants to connect with you get in get in touch with you what's what's the process just go to the barbara deutsch approach.com and my phone number is in there and my email is in there and you can just call me for a 15 minute free consultation and and i work all over the world actually online right um, the barbara deutsch approach.com d e u t s c h is that correct yes awesome b a r b a r a great thank you so much barbara for your time today and for all our listeners out there this has been the money mindset and love show on voice america's influencers channel barbara it's been a pleasure for me to speak with you today and i look forward to doing it again Thank you for being with us today on Money, Mindset, and Love. Please join host Thomas DeShooter for another amazing show next Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And have yourself a great week.